Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Breaking news concerning Ben Simmons as we start NBA Today. I'm joined by senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what's the latest with Simmons? I'm Malika. Ben Simmons arrived and departed the Sixers practice facility today without participating in a scheduled on-court workout that he had for the team. Now, the rest of the team was off. There was no practice. Uh, ben Simmons, I'm told, told several staffers that he had back tightness. He was briefly treated for it. Uh, it was something that the Sixers didn't expect would preclude him from getting on the court and working out. So, again, leaves the facility. Sixers play the Nets tomorrow night. Now, there's no definitive status yet uh, for him, but I think it's certainly very unlikely that he's going to play. I think the hope was he could get on the court today, see how he looked, go through a shoot-around tomorrow, but he has yet to go through a full practice with the Sixers. And really this cat and mouse game with Ben Simmons and the organization continues after he was suspended uh, two days ago for being thrown out of practice by Doc Rivers. So the thought today is that he may have had an individual workout that didn't end up happening. You talked about this back tightness. So considering that, will any further discipline be involved here? Well, it remains to be seen. And I think the Sixers, I know, have been talking with Rich Paul uh, ben Simmons' agent. Uh, they've been talking throughout. They talked today about him coming in. You know, so the expectation was he could get on the floor with Sam Cassell, one of the Sixers' assistant coaches. That didn't happen. I'm told Ben Simmons came in. He took his COVID test. He did that brief treatment on his back and then left the facility. Thank you so much, Woj. Please don't go too far in case there's more that develops here. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Woj. So to talk a little bit more about this, we're now going to be joined by Vince Carter. I am curious for Vince. Vince, what is your reaction to this latest Ben Simmons news? I mean, it's just another stone on the wall. It, 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 I think we all understand it, it's time to move Ben Simmons. And they're waiting, and Doc has said all of these things. He's, he's, they want him there. They understand that. You know, it's going to take time there. You know, they brought him in to see if he could play tomorrow night. So uh, at this point, we've heard what Ben Simmons requested this summer uh, and, and leading up to the training camp, not showing up, not wanting to play, getting thrown out. All of these things are a distraction. And I'm, I was happy to see the Sixers go out and play well, because mm -hmm. that just tells everyone that we can play basketball without this distraction, but they don't want this distraction. And they're showing that they can play and win without Ben Simmons. So for the Sixers organization at this point, you want to look for the best possible trade. I know they're, 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 they're reaching for the fence with what they're asking for, but at some point you're going to have to move him because just imagine Ben Simmons comes back to play. You're putting him in a situation where every game that he plays is a road game. Mm. Every game's a road game. And that's a distraction for him because he's going to get booed and he's going to get booed loudly. <laughs> So you're saying, Vince, it, it's, the time is now. It's time to move on? 
I, I, I think it's time to move on. It's going to be a little bit challenging as we've heard guys break down, Vince, Absolutely. to find that trade. I really appreciate you taking the time. Don't go anywhere, though, because we have so much more from Vince Carter coming up on the rest of the NBA. So let's recap how we got here. After Simmons missed the start of training camp, he reported on October 11th. However, earlier this week, he was sent home and was suspended for a game after refusing to participate in practice, which led him to skipping today's scheduled workout. So now now, I am joined by our panel. Today we have Richard Jefferson, Zach Lowe. I'm curious, Richard, describe <laughs> your instant reaction this is, here. This is, this is ignorant. This is a waste of everyone's time. This is a waste of Ben's time. This is a waste of the 76ers' time. This is a waste of all of our time. Is your back okay, by the way? My back is 100% fine, but today I can say it's fine. The reason why it's a waste of time is that Look, Ben is in the wrong, but so are the 76ers, and I think it is inappropriate for us to make it seem like the 76ers Okay, let's say that Doc Rivers didn't get up there and say anything negative. He was mis he was it was publicly known that they were trying to trade the second the, the guy that was second in de defensive player of the year. It was publicly known they were trying to trade him all summer long. And so he's like, "Okay, if you don't want me here, I don't want to be here either." And so then let's move on. And they're like, "Well, we didn't like what we got what we were offered, so come in and play nice." That, 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 that's not how this works. Okay. It, it doesn't work from an emotional standpoint for a player. Okay, that, and that makes sense. But now it seems like every move that Simmons makes is breaking news. So, Zach, what does this mean long-term for the league, going big picture? Well, remember, it started with Simmons and Harden. And what I was told from Simmons' camp is he was okay with that, going to Houston in that situation, that mm -hmm. trade. But what it means for the league, Malika... This is the war that people within the league have been waiting for, the war that threatens to rewrite the CBA. A player shows up with many years left on his contract, doesn't want to be there for reasons that yeah. may be justified, like yeah. RJ says. says, you know what, my, my, back, my, back, my back's hurt. I dare you to call me out. I dare you. Are you questioning my integrity as mm -hmm. an athlete? Are you questioning that I'm making this up? I dare you to call me out. And he has four years left on his contract. This isn't James Harden. And it's not Anthony Davis. This is not a player that every team in the league would trade everything to get. It's not a player with one or two years left on his contract. And everyone in the league has been waiting for this and waiting to see, will the team have the guts to take the player's money away? Because no team wants to be known as the hard, the hard, harsh team that right. takes the player's money away. But it looks like Philly is, is going to do that. And then it just becomes... Well, where does that go? How does that play out? Nobody knows. And what does it mean for the next CBA? What rule changes could come because of this? It's, it's an unprecedented situation. And you're, you're an expert on this, Zach. So let's remind folks what is in that CBA right now, generally speaking, what it asks players to do. Because it's not just show up a little bit. It's show up with a reasonable expectation to... What to to do to play hard to well, on, to honor your contract to right. be and, and to to what players can be traded at any time right and yeah. so they would say well teams sign us to these contracts and then they trade us willy nilly and that's why I've never had a problem with trade requests because that just evens the balance of power but there is an obligation written in there you're getting paid money to play basketball it's an uncomfortable situation it's a comfortable reality and I think if this if this continues to be ugly like this and a championship contender gets a zero out of a roster spot that goes to an all-NBA player, I, I think this is going to result in a lot of hard conversations between the governors hmm. and the players' union and, and when that next CBA comes up. Well, and it's like, well, well, let's say this. When they say, like, Ben Simmons looks like he didn't want to be there. Is there any intelligent human being on this planet that had watched this entire summer and thought Ben Simmons would show up and want to be there? On top of the fact, let's add this. If you're talking about we need to raise his trade value, the only way that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid get back to that they are the number one seed like they were last year is if he shows up, he's all in, he's locked in, and he's playing well. 
That's not going to happen. So there's no way to raise his trade value by him being there and playing well because you have to expend yourself. You have to expend yourself emotionally and physically, and he's not there. So there's no way that he's going to get on that court in 20 games and raise his trade value because he's not there. I want to bring in Vince Carter, who just beamed in like the hey, Wizard Vince. of Oz oh, back hey. here. Vince, there's like, I see two Vinces over there. Uh, <laughs> look at that over there. Don't Vince, tell me, Don't tell me what, are your, what are your thoughts here? I, I saw you reacting no, as Richard RJ was discussing. No, is right on on money with that and, and just think about it now you're gonna if you're putting him on putting him on the floor you're trusting and hoping that he's gonna play his best basketball for the good of the team well he doesn't want to be for the don't be on the team he wants to be somewhere else he said i'll play anywhere else but in philadelphia so if you put him on the floor floor you're taking that chance of hurting the team because it's not a, clearly it's not about the money for him and it's not about his value it's about him not wanting to play in philadelphia Huh? Well, it's about the money a, a, a tiny bit because he actually bit. he showed he showed up. No, no, right, I mean, yeah, tiny try, bit. You're right. Trying to get there a little bit, Zach. Semi-related, semi-related. Damian Lillard this week said, "I'm not leaving Portland," and I don't know why he would paint himself in that corner, but he did. He said, "I'm not leaving Portland," and that is trade target number one for Philadelphia. If that's off the board, mm -hmm. this gets even more interesting. Absolutely, and we had Adam Silver on the show earlier this week, and we had a chance to ask him about how he sees this playing out in the future. And he said, "This is the reason that we have contracts. It's an unfortunate situation, but this is what they hope to kind of have and construct and." be able to move on from because as you said Zach this is something that we could see shaping the future of of the league I think I think it, the conversations have already started at the ownership level and with Adam Silver and I, and I think they will continue the, the the CBA has like a year and a half before they can opt out again I think there will be agitation for changes I don't know exactly what they will be but this is not going away just one thing I'll say this I understand a hundred percent your point but one thing that happens is that whatever the owners get, the players also get something else. Of course, else I'm not return. saying anyone's no, no, right or wrong. No, no, I'm just no, saying I, that's no. what's going to happen. But I'm saying the owners will ask for something, some sort of, of thing. Course. But then it's like, okay, well, what are you willing to give up mm. to get this somewhat mm -hmm. like thing that they're going to? Yeah, it's like, what are you going to give up? So I think that, yes, the owners will always ask for something, but they also have to give up something in return. That's why they end up having stalemates with situations like this. But right. I'll tell you this, the minute you utter the word, non-guaranteed. Oh, that's, not, that's it's, a non-starter. It's, it's over. It's, it's non-starter. That's a blood feud. And by the way, for the players, it absolutely should be. Yeah, it's a non-starter. Well, there you go. You know who else we get to talk about in the show today? Because we've talked a whole lot about Ben Simmons. Yeah. We get to talk about Trey Young and Luke. Basketball. 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 Thank you. And it got played last night. Yes. And more is going to be played tonight. And we get to break it all down, including how these two guys, they've been locked together forever because of that draft night. Let's go. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're watching NBA Today, live from Los Angeles. 
Earlier today, the NBA announced its continued support of historically black colleges and universities and their students with a series of new initiatives. So tomorrow, the NBA will air an HBCU virtual roundtable, and we've got an exclusive look at that conversation. You know, for the kids that, you know, I gave the scholarship to, I'm glad that I was able to change some kids' lives because, you know, I, I personally know the, the obstacles that they're up against. Uh, I think these uh, paid fellowships will uh, actually open doors that are not always open to our students and will give them access uh, to things, frankly, that they've never seen before. This is a game changer. This is a game changer for our students to have this type of opportunity to be able to uh, engage with the NBA at this level. You can learn more about the pivotal role of HBCUs and the NBA's commitment to the HBCU community by tuning in to the full HBCU virtual roundtable tomorrow after our show on the NBA's Twitter account. Live from Los Angeles, welcome back to NBA Today. We get to talk about actual games, yes. games, including an OT, double OT, thriller in Madison Square Garden between the Knicks and the Celtics. So we have some former teammate love going on over there between Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker hosting the Knicks and the Celtics, so nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown, he Jeez. makes that three from 34 so feet away. Now so it's a one-point game. <laughs> so Julius Randle here, he makes the second free throw. Here's how it sounded from the great Mike Breen at the end of the game. Down, throws it ahead, Schroeder. Schroeder to smile, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! He ties the game at the buzzer! No one does that call like Mike Breen does. Take another look. The Knicks, they don't defend this play well. And Smart comes up here. Look at him. Just makes a shot. Spike Lee, he can't believe it. <laughs> New York State of mind, we're headed to we're overtime. So in OT, it's tied at 128. Seven seconds left. Jason Tatum, he comes up here, misses this game-winning shot. Tatum was 7 of 30 from the field and 2 of 15 from deep. So why not get some more coffee? We head to a second overtime. They needed it, though. And then early in the second quarter today, Brown over here comes out. He hits this three from deep in the corner. Brown had 46 points. Gosh. So under two minutes left, the Knicks are down by one. Randall. Tough. He makes that a is, shot in the paint, plus tough. the foul. Mm -hmm. So the Knicks are back in the lead now. So one minute remaining, New York trailing by one. Evan Fournier. Bang! I can't do it like Mike Breen can, but he <laughs> made it and he is fired up. So under 30 seconds, the Knicks are up by two. Derrick Rose. Oof. Vincent. He makes his shot off the backboard. Rose's shot would be the dagger. Brown's epic game just wasn't quite enough. The Knicks win. Spike celebrates. I can't wait to go home and lay in the bed, I swear. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm hungry enough to eat. I'm so tired to play. I don't know what I played, but first game back. Whew. Goodness, I'm tired. But we got it done. We got it done. I was tired watching that, man. This game had 272 total points. That's the second most 
ever in a season opener in NBA history. And Evan Fournier became the first Knicks player to score 30 points in his team debut. And Jalen Brown's 46 points, that was also a record for the most in a Celtics opener. So these guys were clearly exhausted after the game. Just, just wiped, tired. But, but Vince, you might have a little something on them because you once played 63 minutes in a triple overtime <laughs> oh, game. God. Triple overtime. What stands yes. out? What do you remember from that? RJ, night? 63 minutes. Ew. I remember kind of, yeah, exactly. He said, Ew. I remember uh, <laughs> just what Julius Randle said. Like, it, I was too tired to eat, and I remember <laughs> the game kept going on and on and on. And, you know, y- you guys could attest to this. When, you, when you're a player, you feel like you could play forever. You know, oh, yeah, my bad, Doug. Um, <laughs> you, feel like you, can play. <laughs> you feel like you can play forever. But, man, I tell you what, once it got to the second overtime and we're still going, it's like, uh, I mean, you got to keep going. And you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think about this mm. until it's over. You know, you're, you're in the moment. You play, you play. But when it's over, that's when you're like, I didn't realize <laughs> I played 63 minutes. And I probably never, ever ever will do that again. <laughs> that's every minute of the game, I right. think. The, that's every second. Yeah. yeah, so the good news is that Vince, yeah. you don't have to do it again. Richard, have you I ever been too tired not to eat? No, no, no. I've been too tired to sleep. Oh, I've been too tired yes, to sleep. Absolutely. That that's is tough. a that, that is, is a real that is one. That's a tough spot to be. Yeah. But, but but the Knicks they were a first round exit last year at the hands of Ice Trey. Got chilly in Madison yeah. Square Garden. Do you think Richard that the Knicks have taken a step forward? I think 100%. But let me first address this. This is why you have to ramp yourself up in the preseason. Mm -hmm. This is why Mm -hmm. you don't take the preseason off. Because the minute that day opens, (laughs) you can get a 46-minute. And then all of a sudden, if guys' hamstrings are tight because they haven't ramped up, you have to make sure you're taking the preseason seriously. And then I'll say this about the Knicks. I love the addition of Fournier. That was one of the things. They were a great defensive team. Tom Thibodeau, the way they play defense, the way they just rally around that team is great. You needed more offense. Adding Kemba, adding Fournier, that is the more offense that I think they needed. So I definitely believe that they can get further than they did last year. And there was a point in overtime where it was going back and forth, back and forth. He had six threes, he caught fire late. But what I loved about this matchup is on both ends, you see guys that each year sort of are like most improved. Julius Randle just got it. But, uh, you know, Jalen Brown Brown could easily be a most improved candidate each and every year. And so that was from from that standing. But my goodness, give Julius Randle, I mean, some respect. Everyone was tired, but it takes a special player to be able to grit through in that double overtime and finish those shots that everyone else was missing. So it was a yep. fun one. It was a great start. It was absolutely fun. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned Kemba Walker. He was just on the low post, and he said, "I'm looking forward to playing this year because I'm finally healthy." People forget it was a it was a great interview, a great episode. But Jalen Brown, he dropped 46 points. That's a Celtics mm. franchise record for a season opener. So Zach, did you ever think we'd see this type of scoring coming from him? I mean, 46 is a lot, but I, you could tell when Jalen was young that he was going to get some game to him. He was going to become a scorer. To me, the question now is how much of a playmaker can both he and Tatum be, because that's the next mm-hmm. step for this team. But he's a flat-out scorer. He could average 25 a game this season. Easy. Mm. Absolutely. I'm going to keep it pushing because we have so many yeah, players. Yeah, more here we games. Go. Here we I love talking about actual games. games. So the last two Rookie of the Years, LaMelo Ball and John Morant, they showed out last night. I want to take a look. I want to take a look at what I happened. I want to see highlights. This has been the first time we've we got highlights. highlights. We saw the Grizzlies. I'll take a warm up. They were highlight. hosting the Cavs, guys, <laughs> and in the closing RJ seconds Hawks. of the first quarter, Lowry oh, Markin. Oh, 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 oh
Morant with a big left-handed block. So mm, the Grizzlies are up it. by 12 at the half, guys. So then we go to the third it, quarter. The Grizzlies are up by six in transition. DeAnthony Melton lobs it to Morant. Yep, where he makes his bread, man. Morant and elevates with a one-hand alley-oop. He finished with 37 points, oh, six rebounds, six assists, two blocks. That's a complete stat line. The Grizzlies would go on to win it. But there was also another dude who was playing last night. That was LaMelo Ball. Oh, and yes, he no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, he messed yeah, it yeah. up. Oh, 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 let's get Janae that outfit. They were playing the Pacers. What about they me? trail by nine the, in the third record. LaMelo hits the three. Right I don't know if you could pull it off, Zach. That looked good. And then later in the quarter, Charlotte, they were down by four. Ball. Finds Mason Plumley. Oof, elevates for the alley-oop. That was a nice feed from LaMelo. So now they're in the fourth, up by two. LaMelo, that was this three that he hits right here? Range. That was his seventh three of the game. He finished with 31 points, nine rebounds, seven Ooh. assists. Yes! Win. Look at what he had to say about this bit. <laughs> Who's your tailor? Because that's, uh, that's a lot of drip right there, young man. Oh, yeah, this film self-made. LaMelo boy, man. You gotta love wearing your own stuff. I mean, suit, shoes, everything. I love wearing my own stuff, so yeah, blessings. <laughs> blessings. Exactly. Hey, he likes wearing his blessings. own stuff, so we're gonna Beloved. get it. We're gonna get it for you guys. We're gonna get matching suits that look just like that. I'm here for it. <laughs> we can we can pull it off, Malika. I think we can. <laughs> we just saw excellent games from the last two rookie of the years. Both stars have po are poised to have great seasons. So Vince, I gotta ask, put your GM hat on, my friend. Put it on your bald head and tell me Whoa. who you would build a franchise around. Ah. You can't go wrong either no. way. This is kind of the lead up. Let me get there. I'm talking myself <laughs> into something here. All so, right. so it just depends. Like if you, you, know, you want explosive, you go John Morant. If you want a taller point guard that is a facilitator, what that do can you, score, want you go as there. A GM. So I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I played with Jason Kidd, so I, I'm, I like taller point guards that you can switch. So I'm gonna go with Lamelo Ball just for that reason. Uh, okay, okay, all right. So, so fellow ball brother. I'm gonna say this: it is tight and it is unfair because John Morant uh, has had one more year. One John Morant had one more no, year. You can't My, start I like am that. saying this. I am saying this. I would, I would go with John Morant. I would go with John Morant because okay. he's already proven and he's proven it in multiple years and he's gotten better every right. single year. Lamelo. He's going to get there. You asked me at the end of the year that it could be different. Okay, Tanae. Zach, shameless plug of his podcast. We talked exactly about this, and he put me on the spot. I do love tall point guards. And I'll never forget the one year that he came when he was in high school to Lonzo's Summer League, and I was standing next to him. You he's know, tall. We're both tall. He's taller than me. And I was like, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he's taller than RJ, me. And RJ is taller than me in heels. Yeah. So that's saying something. Uh, I do like taller point guards. I would sway that way, but I think John Moran needs to be respected. Mm. He gets better each and every yes. year. He's athletic. He's selfless. So I have no problems with both. That's why I'm a player and not a GM. So since you were on you give the, an the low post. No, she told me. That's, that's what I do. Exactly. She, say it, RJ. You didn't she, give an she answer. Which one is it? I already you told you. Answer. I personally prefer taller point So say his, name. Say, okay. his name. <laughs> say his name. Say his <laughs> name. Say his say name. Say his name. Flamelo. There we go. Okay, okay we got her answer. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I know who that is now. Zach? I can only assume the producers are trying to hurt me. They are. Trying to cause physically Pain. For me, because <laughs> I hate this so much. I I love both these players. I love jo I love John Morant. I Agreed. love John Morant. Love Come John Morant. Him. Are you listening, John Morant's agents? I love John Morant. I'm taking. I'm taking 
If I have the to take someone, I'm taking, I'm taking height. Oh. <laughs> so I will say the name. Ja say it. Come on, Desi Child. Ja say his name. Lamelo <laughs> Ball. Hey, okay, Ja. Yeah. Don't forget, it was me, Ja. But 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 Lamelo. Forget. No no no. Forget. I didn't pick. No, I didn't pick. Either way, RJ, chill. Yeah, it's, <laughs> don't do that. It, you can't. You can't. You know, this is one of those you can't don't go wrong. I'm gonna say that you can't. You can't. That's you can't true. go wrong. There's some. There's some exciting young talent vote. in this league. But I gotta give the fit last night. That. Yeah. That. Yeah. He won. That yeah. belongs. Yes. That, that certainly belongs yeah. to Lamelo. <laughs> and speaking of fits, coming up on NBA Today, the fits were on fire last week. We have a very special guest, NBA expert Serge Ibaka, joining us in studio to judge the looks. Keep it locked on NBA Today. We got a heat check. Are you hot or are you not? Just fashion. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Dallas Mavericks select Trey Young. Apparently, the Hawks and the Mavericks have an agreement. The Atlanta Hawks trade Luka Doncic to the Dallas Mavericks. You know, to represent our class, we look forward to seeing them. Doncic, three-pointer, bang! At the end of the day, it worked out for both teams. Luka Doncic and Trey Young will forever be connected after being traded for each other in the 2018 draft. DeAndre Ayton went number one to the Suns. He was followed by Marvin Bagley to Sacramento. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. went fourth to Memphis. So for the inside story on that draft day blockbuster, we are now joined again by the stars of Woj and Low, Adrian Wojnarowski and Zach Lowe. That's right, Zach, you're a star. So Adrian, as usual, you broke the news of that trade that night. Can you take us through what happened there that moment? Uh, Malika, about an hour before the draft, uh, Atlanta-Dallas came to an agreement on that trade. Uh, the Mavericks wanted Luka Doncic. They, had to get, they felt they had to get the three to take him. And essentially, Atlanta wanted another first-round pick. They got a 2019 lottery pick. They, at the time, projected that that pick would be, probably be eighth in the draft. It turned out to be tenth. And so, Travis Schlenk, the GM in Atlanta, and Donnie Nelson, then the GM in Dallas, they consummate the trade. And Travis Schlenk asked Donnie Nelson, okay, who do you want us to select for you at number three? And he said, Luka Doncic or Marvin Bagley, whichever one is there. Mm. And luckily for Dallas, Sacramento took Marvin Bagley second, and Luka Doncic was there, which was the reason they were trading up. Why well, we got to do Kings fans like this? <laughs> just, just, just reminding them of this, of this pain. I said at the time, and I say it now, it was a fair trade. The Hawks got clowned for that trade because everyone was so obsessed and justifiably so with Luka. But they thought Trey Young's going to be really, really good, and if he's... 90% of Luka, 95% of Luka. We get another bite at the apple with that pick next year that turned into Cam Reddish. And as you know, that's sort of emblematic of how the Hawks have really done a great job surrounding Trey Young with great complementary players. I thought it was a fair shot. I think Luka is a better player, will always be a better player, has the chance to be like a top 10 mm. all-time player. 
But I, I, I said at the time, and I say it now, I, I think it was a fair trade in terms of value. Hey, listen. Uh, I'd still take Luca, by the way. And, and that's fine. You know, Trey Young has a chance to be the greatest player in franchise history. Yes. A multi-time All-Star. This is a guy who's probably going to be in some MVP conversations before his career is over. And you mentioned it with Travis Schlenk in Atlanta. The job they've done and how much better of a job they've done than Dallas of surrounding uh, Trey Young with talent. Think of two players, Travis Schlenk in his first draft, John Collins at 19 and Kevin Herter at 19 in that same Trey Young draft. You get a uh, a $125 million, year, uh, $125 million total uh, contract player in Collins. Kevin Herter has become a really good player for them. But DeAndre Hunter, the trade for Clint Capella uh, in Atlanta, they have built such a great infrastructure yes. around Trey Young. And Dallas, they have really struggled to put pieces around. They invested a lot in Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Um, and that has yet to pay dividends. Well, Dallas is still paying the price for years and years of just punting the first round of the draft, trading down, trading out. They've done a great job with second-rounders like Jalen yeah. Brunson, undrafted free agents, but my, my hottest, craziest take of the season is that despite all that, Dallas can still make the finals. I wouldn't pick wow. them, but I think with Jamal Murray hurt and Kawhi Leonard hurt, there's a little bit of a power vacuum, and Luka is just that good. Now, I'm not picking them to make finals. I say there's a pathway there that if the Jason Kidd thing works out and it's a huge wild card, I just think they're, I think Luka plus shooting plus defense, if Porzingis has a bounce back here, that's a really powerful combination. Listen, this is an Atlanta team who went to the conference finals last year, and now we're going to get to see this team healthy together. Yep. Uh, those young players a year older, you know, we talk about Cam Reddish, who was the player they got in the trade, or essentially the pick at number 10 in 2019, and it's quick. people are quick to write young players off in this league. Let's see Cam Reddish healthy this year and see what they may still have in him. But there is so much young talent in Atlanta, and I think the Hawks are set yeah. up uh, really well moving forward. Absolutely. I got to spend some time in Atlanta for the Eastern Conference Finals last year. That is a team that was so locked in. They weren't satisfied being the riser. They weren't satisfied being the team that just was, oh, we are a fluke who made it. No, Trey Young wanted to push that team to take it to the next level. And he told me, I will not be satisfied until Atlanta wins a championship. And we saw him take a next step. I am so excited to see him play against Luka Doncic. Don't miss that game tonight. They face off in Atlanta at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. It is going to be a game that I will certainly be tuned into. So coming up, the artist himself, Serge Ibaka, joins NBA Today. We will discuss the Clippers, fashion, and much more. So don't go anywhere. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The bounce, he's going to catch it, put it between his legs and dump it. Oh, it's over! It's over! It's, that's how you did it, right? Like this? It's over. Oh my goodness, it is over! 
Hey Vince, what's uh, what's it like seeing all those guys doing the it's That's over. crazy, that's crazy. What it's do you over. think? I love it, I love it. It's so another over. new segment here on the show and it's called It's Over and it's hosted by Vince Carter. Vince, can you walk us through when in that Knicks Celtics game it was over? Absolutely, let's get into it. So first, you know, we, we, we know Derrick Rose right here. Game ceiling shot off the glass, but let's rewind it a little bit. Let's put it in rewind and go to the guy that was balling. That man right there, Julius Randle, big boy move in the paint, scoring at all levels. In the paint, fadeaways out of the post, but it was Evan Fournier, that man right there, showing that he could be a closer and a scorer for him. Now you see me, now you don't catch, shoot, nothing but net. Now we're gonna see him on a dribble handoff and it's nothing but a read here. See the space, he sees the dribble handoff coming, Jalen Brown goes under, oh, you still don't wanna come over here? Boom, now they're up one, 121-122. But here's the, the defining moment. He sees a hard closeout, head fake side dribble. He's in for three. They're up by two, 55 seconds. And ladies and gentlemen, it's over. It's right there. Over. I gotta go slow. It's over. That's that it's over. Oh, this way. It's over. So, yeah. so what are your long-term yeah. takeaways then, Vince, from this game? Long-term takeaways is this. Obviously, getting Kimber Walker established and comfortable. Gotta, you know, defensively, he just gotta lock in a little more, not turn the ball over. But one thing that I'm impressed with is RJ Barrett. I think RJ Barrett will thrive with this group. A, a year older, understanding the same offense, and now being a th the third scorer or go-to guy, he can open up the floor even more for Randall and Evan Fournier. So I think overall, if RJ Barrett not only thrives offensively, but taking the challenge like he, he was doing last night to Jason Tatum, look out for the Knicks. I love it. You know who else is going to love it? It's Mr. Spike Lee. He's going to be loving that. Yes, he will. Hey, hey Vince, yes. guess what? You know where else it, it can be over? Over. Where? When Sir Dibaka walks in, when he has those you fans on, and guess what? He is in the building. And so we will be chatting with him in just a moment on NBA Today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is Jan Satsukumpo. I'm Stephen Curry, and you're watching NBA Today. What is it? It's a new show. Not tomorrow. <laughs> it's NBA Today. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's NBA Today. Are you serious? NBA Today. You're watching NBA Today. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> What's so funny, Steph? There's 11 games across the association last night, and we have got you covered because we are introducing a new segment, and we're calling it the Top of the Top. So, first up, guys, top of the top is Rookie Bucket. The top Rookie Bucket belongs to Jalen Green. He gets his first NBA points on, check this out. Let's see. 
Houston. I got this reverse. Ooh. I knew we'd get a Houston. Pretty. Houston I knew we'd get one Houston. Think? I'm excited. I still think he's, you know, front runner. It was one game. I think it was four for 14 from the field, but I know he's going to have more highlights. That's why I called him the human highlight reel. That's young. That's different than the human highlighter, and that was LaMelo. Precisely. Okay. I, I, I'm still looking at Evan Mobley, rookie of the year. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, no way. Well, then They're next not, up, we got to go to the top block before Richard starts talking. <laughs> yes. This one is courtesy of Aaron Gordon. Now you can take a look. Oh, bear down. This is what this is what this oh, block does. Oh, 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 yeah, look at that. You got to say it. Even the bench there. can't believe it. I still think grabbing a, grabbing a shot is more impressive than throwing it to the true, end floor. True, true. I still think it's, true. I, I think Just it's getting it and going. That's still, that's still, still I, You know what I still think? I still think that. the Nuggets would be the best team in the West with Jamal Murray. Well, that may be very true. Wow. I think Jamal Murray well, thinks that too. The best team chemistry, that belongs to the Chicago Bulls and their new squad debut. They looked good in their win over Detroit. Right. Look at this. I've always liked the combo. DeRozan. This guy's going to be the most explosive scorer on the roster, but if everyone else can be productive, I'm hyped for them. And they've got a distributor in Lonzo. Well, this, and this is where it really helps you. The third best defender, perimeter defender on your team is either going to have to guard DeMar DeRozan or Lonzo Ball. That's how those guys eat. Yes. Well, then we have to have the top celebration. And how about Wes Unseld? He got his first W on opening night. Hey, Wes! Junior, Junior, Junior. His dad was on the MDA 75 team. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah, that God is true. All, there we go. I had him as an assistant coach in two different places. Huh. And when I say this is so deserving, I'm so happy for him. He has put in the time and has worked his tail off. Well, well if that's the group, we do have to do the top duo, and that belongs to Carl Anthony Towns Ooh. and Anthony I love Kansas. it how we get them in yes. early. We get them in early. Cat with the flesh. First team off oh, The entire team. And then you have Ant Edwards. God, Yo, I love him. This one, this. Is, this one is ugly. Oh, yeah. How defenses are going to have to make that decision all year long, and most people are going to just back up. But the, no, yes, with him I'll coming down. Let's be honest. We have about three more weeks of talking about the Timberwolves. Six or twelve from three. <laughs> three. About three more. I think the two wolves are solid these this plays. year. Yeah, they are going to be solid, and we got well, we three have, more we weeks to talk Anthony about. Anthony Edwards trash talking after a top alley oop. Well. You know who that goes to. It's uh, got to go to John, John. Morant. It's got to go to John Morant. When you're ducking on the backboard, you know what I'm talking about, Zach. When you're ducking yeah, on well, the obviously. backboard, like that is that is when you look at that. Look at that. The face. The face. Watch this. Y'all eyes at the rim almost. Ooh, point guard. Eyes watch, at point the rim. Guard. That's your point guard. Hey, Russell Westbrook with a jump shot. That's, I mean, that's insane. That's that not a disrespect. Insane. I'm saying, like, he's I mean, that athletic. He's borderline. Uh, that's no. borderline. Okay. Russ is the guy I thought of, though. Point guard catching out loops. I thought, yeah, that makes sense. That I'm makes not sense. being disrespectful, but he's got a little bit better of a jumper. He's not as intense as mm-hmm. Russ yet, but okay. he's got that athleticism. Okay. Well, you know who is as intense when it comes to fashion? Who? That's Serge Ibaka, and he's hey. coming up right after this. He's going to be rocking, walking around the corner any minute. I'm so excited to talk to him. This is Jan Satsukumpo. I'm Stephen Curry, and you're watching NBA Today. What is it? It's a new show. Not tomorrow. <laughs> it's NBA Today. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's NBA Today. Are you serious? NBA Today. You're watching NBA Today. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> What's so funny, Steph? There's 11 games across the association last night, and we have got you covered because we are introducing a new segment, and we're calling it the Top of the Top. So, first up, guys, top of the top is Rookie Bucket. The top Rookie Bucket belongs to Jalen Green. He gets his first NBA points on. Check this out. Let's see. 
Houston. I got this reverse. Ooh. I knew we'd get a Houston. Pretty. Houston I knew we'd get one Houston. Think? I'm excited. I still think he's, you know, front runner. It was one game. I think it was four for 14 from the field, but I know he's going to have more highlights. That's why I called him the human highlight reel. That's young. That's different than the human highlighter, and that was LaMelo. Precisely. Okay. I, I, I'm still looking at Evan Mobley, rookie of the year. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, no, no Next up, we got to go to the top before Richard starts talking. <laughs> yes. This one is courtesy of Aaron Gordon. Now you can take a look. Oh, bear down. This is what this is what this oh, block does. Oh, yeah, look at that. It. you got to say it. Even the out bench there. can't believe it. I still think grabbing a, grabbing a shot is more impressive than throwing it to the true, end floor. True, true. I still think it's, true. I, I think Just it's getting it and going. That's still, that's still, still I, You know what I still think? I still think the Nuggets would be the best team in the West with Jamal Murray. Well, that may be very true. Wow. I think Jamal Murray well, thinks that too. team wow. chemistry, that belongs wow. to the Chicago Bulls and their new squad debut. They looked good in their win over Detroit. Right. Look at this. I've always liked the combo. DeRozan. This guy's going to be the most explosive scorer on the roster, but if everyone else can be productive, I'm hyped for them. And they've got a distributor in Lonzo. Well, yeah, this, and this is where it really helps you. The third best defender, perimeter defender on your team is either going to have to guard DeMar DeRozan or Lonzo Ball. That's how those guys eat. Yes. Well, then we have to have the top celebration. And how about Wes Unseld? He got his first W on opening night. Hey, Wes! Junior, Junior, Junior. His dad was on the MDA 75 team. Yes, right. Oh, yeah, that God is true. Soul, there we go. I had him as an assistant coach in two different places. Huh. And when I say this is so deserving, I'm so happy for him. He has put in the time and has worked his tail off. Well, well if that's the group, we do have to do the top duo, and that belongs to Carl Anthony Towns Ooh. and Anthony I love it how we get them in yes. early. We get them in early. Cat with the flesh. First team off oh, The entire team. And then you have Ant Edwards. God, Yo, I love him. This one, this. Is, this one is ugly. Oh, oh yeah. How defenses are going to have to make that decision all year long, and most people are going to just back up. Well, but the, no, yes, with him I'll coming down. Let's be honest. We have about three more weeks of talking about the Timberwolves. Six or twelve from <laughs> <three>. <laughs> <laughs> three I think the two ones are solid this plays. year. Yeah, they are going to be solid, and we got well, we three have, more we weeks to talk about it. Edwards trash talking after a top alley oop. Well. You know who that goes to. It's uh, got to go to John, John. Morant. It's got to go to John Morant. When you're ducking on the backboard, you know what I'm talking about, Zach. When you're ducking yeah, on well, the obviously. backboard, like that is that is when you look at that. Look at that. The face. The face. Watch this. Y'all eyes at the rim almost. Ooh, point guard. Eyes watch, at point the rim. Guard. That's your point guard. Hey, Russell Westbrook with a jump shot. That's, I mean, that's insane. That's that not a disrespect. Insane. I'm saying, like, he's I mean, that athletic. That's, that's he's borderline. Uh, that's borderline. No. Okay. Wes, that's borderline. Wes is the guy I thought of, though. Point guard catching out loops. I thought, yeah, that makes sense. That I'm makes not sense. being disrespectful, but he's got a little bit better of a jumper. He's not as intense as Russ yet, but okay. he's got that athleticism. Okay. Well, you know who is as intense when it comes to fashion? Who? That's Serge Ibaka, and he's hey. coming up right after this. He's going to be rocking, walking around the corner any minute. I'm so excited to talk to him. Now on NBA Today, we are joined by a very special guest. He is the Clippers big man. He is Mr. Mafuzi. He is the yeah. guy with his very own cooking show album coming out, Serge Ibaka. We, we, we already said what's up, but we can keep it around again. the table. We got to do it again. It's, it's, it's so good to see you. For the camera, because you know your angles. Yeah, yeah you always you know. do. <laughs> Looking sharp, man. Can I dress like that for the show? No, okay, I can't dress that well. Yes, I see too. Let's Ooh. see the jewelry. Yeah, it's detailed. Richard, detail. I, I don't have. I don't have any of that. I, I, I don't. Have you have a little. I mean, you're not like one button. Nothing wrong with the way you're dressing. He's got like one button out today. Like, am I allowed to wear a hat? 
No. 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 I, 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 don't, I, I, no. I, I don't know. I don't know if he, you, you couldn't have brought an outfit for, outfit for Richard today? I got you next time. Okay. Just your hand-me-downs. This like this, the three seasons ago, like, oh, I had this three seasons and then I moved Absolutely. it on. I'll take that stuff. It'll look fresh on me. Serge, I got you. I got thank you. you so much for coming in. I have a very... It's a pleasure. It's a, it's a serious question, though. Do you, do you repeat outfits? Is that something you do? Um, yes. Okay. Of course, yeah. When yeah. I spend my money, I buy... I go to the store and buy clothes. I mm. need to wear them. Make sure I enjoy it. Absolutely. You know, I don't just want to waste my money just wear it one time. They're investments. It's art. Yeah, it's art. Art is art. Art is art. But before we dive fully into this piece, this ensemble that you have on, okay. I, I, I do want to ask you, the Clippers are opening up their season today. You continue to rehab from, from your back surgery that ended your season last, se last year. Where does that stand now? Uh, I'm close. I'm close to be close. back. And I'll uh, be working hard all summer long. And uh, I'll be back soon. You'll be back I'm soon? I'm very excited. I can't wait. What, what's your re what, what point are you at now? What are you able well, to do? Well, now I'm just getting my conditioning. You know, he, know, he used to play. Uh, <laughs> you know, after he rehab, doesn't know that much about that, that, that conditioning <laughs> takes a while. It takes a while. You yeah. know, I don't care how much you work, how hard yeah. you work. But, you know, playing five on five games is different. Yeah. yeah. Facts. So, right now I'm trying to... Get well, maybe you can get Richard in on a run because he needs a little. Yeah, bit. come help me, bro. Oh, oh, no, somebody no, no. See this? All of a sudden, I'll have. It's only beach volleyball be, for it'll Richard. It'll be Achilles. It'll be something like I got through unscathed, so I just like to watch and observe. Well, you know, what? I got I got your boy Dante. Oh, how's that work? Dante yeah, will work now. Dante, Dante stays in shot. Shout out to my guy, uh, yeah, 2016 champion Dante. Yeah, Jones. he talks trash every day. Every day. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. You yes. helping me out. Yeah, I got West too with us. Oh, yes. so you, so you got a full guys. team you gotta, you gotta that's getting you back. You'll yeah. be ready when it's time for you to be ready. I'll and be he ready. says that time so. is coming soon. So the Clippers, they were so close to reaching the Western Conference Finals last year, Serge. So what are your expectations for this team this year? I mean, we, we, we have our confidence from last year. You know, we all saw without Kawhi, with all the injuries we had, me, and even uh, Marcus, he was 50%, and then Zoo, he was, he was down. And on top of that, we was close to, to the NBA final. Yeah. You know, yeah. that show that show you how, how good we are. And, uh, you know, it's, gonna be, it's, gonna, it's not going to be easier. It's going to be a long season, but, you know, we, we believe we can do it. Yeah, and the West it continues to be good. It continues to be tough. Yes, and everybody's going to be healthy. So it's going to be hard, but uh, like I said again, we have confidence in us, and uh, we have to work hard. Absolutely. Yeah. We can't wait, wait to watch you play, but I don't know about yeah, you guys. I'm, I'm equally as excited to see what you walk into the building with, what you pull up to games wearing, because, Serge, you don't do fashion. Art. I do art. I don't, I don't do drip or money or fashion. I do arts. So me, it's about arts. That's it. <laughs> You still stand by that, right? Yes, uh, it's 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 my philosophy of the game. Yep. You know, fashion is a game too, like basketball game, mm. and I enjoy doing that. You know, um, so why not? There you go. Okay, did we get a, so, a second? Do we get a second? Well, we it's not just drip, guys. We're yeah. going over to check some Let's out. This isn't go. just drip. Let's this go. isn't just art. This isn't just fashion. This is all involved. So come on over you with be, us, You were ready for me, huh? I was ready. I was ready, I was ready. for you. Ready. You know it's coming. Yeah, man, I gotta make I'm sure. going to put you right over here, Serge, okay. because we have a new segment that we're introducing with the fashion legend himself, Sergi Baca. So we're going to take a look at some fashion fits from around the league and see if they would fit on your canvas in our new segment, Heat check. So first up, Serge, take a look at this. We have Lamelo Ball. Ooh, yes. What do you I think? What do you think? That's fly. That's, That's fly. fly? Yes. That's take confidence. That's yeah, it. Take, take confidence. Do you have any outfits car? that match your car? No. 
you know, that's that's not my, my way. Yeah. But that's his that's his way. It takes confidence to do that. So if he feels good, that's the most important. And back it up with the win. Well, yeah. and that's, he got a W. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely important. I, I'm still, the, you know, the car. That's that's a little bit of a lot, but you know. How it is. <laughs> that's swag. That's swag. I call this swag. 100. Okay, that's, that's swag, but that's yeah, not that's art. Swag. No, that's not art. That's, that's swag. not art. That's swag. Okay, so yeah. next up, let's see if this next guy, if he has art. It is the suave Mr. LeBron James, and he's rocking that double-breasted, very Men in Black look. What do you think of this? That's easy arts. That's art. That's art. Yeah. Why is that art? Double breasts. You never go wrong with that. That's okay. what it, exactly. That's art. Okay. 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 That's art. Okay. Sir, sir, I got one little thing that I've told people for years. If yeah. you see a well-dressed, tall man, yeah. it's taken him twice as long exactly. to be well-dressed because you got to find clothes, create It takes yes. so much more right. for like this ain't off the rack. Okay. That ain't off the rack. So yeah. if, if that's a tall man and this is art, we have certifiable art, then we need to go to a little bit of a shorter guy. So Spike Lee, <laughs> he rolled up to Madison Square Garden in this Louis Vuitton suit with the NBA logo all over it. I like the bag. Art? Fashion? Art. That's art. Why, art. Why does this because one get the, the stamp of the of bag. Art. I like the detail of the bag. Uh. The suit with the NBA logos. But then he put the bag on it. The bag yeah. brings it together. Yeah, but it does. It, bring, it, it does bring it all together. I like the little touches. And the hats, everything, the glasses, everything. Throughout. I can tell that Serge Ibaka is a big fan of the hat, so we might need to find one that works for you. So we have another one, <laughs> a fashion-forward player, Russell Westbrook on opening night. Come on, definitely art. This is art? Yes, that's art. Tell me because, why. You why? know, art sometimes is like, you, you never go to the museum, all right? Yeah. You watch something, pictures. And you don't, you, it don't make sense to you. Yeah. And then sometimes you ask the prices of the picture. They say it's like 25000 You say, why this picture is so expensive? Yeah. When there's nothing on it. Or when it's these little <laughs> colors. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's so it's like it. Russell stylist. You have to understand that. Okay. You have to know art to understand his stylist. Okay. This is pure art. Okay. The, scar the scarf accessory is different. Exactly. Well, yeah. This, yeah. The scarf. It changes everything. We know that Serge appreciates a scarf. So let's let's take a look at some of our favorite Serge Ibaka fits. Oh. Right here. Which one's the favorite? Because I, I, we're talking about big scarf energy. Of all these, Serge, what do you, you think? I'm asking no, you. No, this one right here. You know why? And I'm going to be really honest. He talked about the confidence it takes to mm. step out into something. Okay. The confidence. Look, that's swagged out, man. That's something that, look, you got the matching, the top, the bottom. I got to give it to him. I'm here for the Afro vibes, though. Mm. The Afro vibes are See, different. Serge and I bonded over this scarf, though. Yeah. And OG Ananobi, you, does he know anything about scarves? Uh, maybe no. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. You, you hope you taught him I hope well. So. Yeah, I tell him well. I hope so. Sure. But what, tell me about this this one on the end. We haven't touched that it. That one, one is yeah. That one is uh, uh, it's something you know. It's, I call this uh, Showtime. Okay. You okay. Showtime. Yeah, it's for the show. Okay. Well, you know. before we let you go, mm -hmm. I need I need some help. I need some really serious help. <laughs> I need your advice, Serge. Okay. Because what can we do? What can we do oh, we about go. this outfit? Here we go. I don't think that there's anything we can do. We can go. we take a look? What is this? At oh, I, why do I get nervous? What is this? I <laughs> that man is swagged out, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the tight waistline, oh broad I mean, shoulders. You know what? You know what? Crispy. Look at those crispy. I don't think lines. I could have saved you. You know why? You know the funny thing is, this style you are here is coming back. Oh gosh! Thank you. Yep. Hey, hey, I'm, I, I'm getting a voice from God. I'm getting a voice from beyond Vince Carter. Vince oh, Carter. Oh, Vince Carter. Oh, Vince Carter's hey. in the bell. We hey, don't want to see some oh. Jabot jeans. Hey, no, don't you listen miss a Jabot no, no, jeans. Can you listen? Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. RJ, 
that was the style back then and you were you were you were in touch you were in tune so i'm not gonna kill you with that oh my and like sir said it is coming back i mean i know the new generation looks like like man look like you're gonna fly away but it's coming back, right? It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. back. Yeah, it's coming back. back. I appreciate and you know who you, else guy, is going DC. to be coming back to the court very soon? It's Sergi Baca. You can check out his new cooking show, which is coming up. We're so excited to watch it. Thank you for being here. See you tomorrow on NBA Today. For Richard. I'll take that. I'll rock that again. Give Please me that